I don't know. So the the music with Stranger Things, like I fucking <laughs> love that shit, dude. Dude, it is. They do a good job with the music. It's like perfectly eighties themed. So uh, welcome back with this straight to TV special after a long hiatus. Yeah, and it's kind of a special episode, not quite a season. Where we're kind of figuring it out now, but Stranger Things, new year, dude. new us, new year, trying to figure out me. the the best way. Shit, the last one we did was in 2021, so yeah, it's been a while. It's been a little bit, but Stranger Things, just season four has come to a wrap. There was kind of a weird formatting with it where they did seven episodes and you had to wait a month. Oh, I hate when they do shit like that. It's it, so annoying. And then they finished the two episodes. Like, We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that, but I, I mean, I, I don't think this is an episode where someone's going to listen to the review and then watch it. I think either... You're going to watch Stranger Things and you're going to be like, I want more content and we're going to listen to this. And that that's what we're here for. Let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about what we thought and where we think it's going to go. Very true. Very true. Um, I So I'm going to be fully transparent here. And we talked about this already. And you I and th- I. So, so it's just me and Robert today. I know Devo's been, been on oh, the yeah. podcast before. But I think this is the perfect episode for us because I love this shit and I know you don't. No, it's, so, okay, I'll give you my background. I saw the first two seasons. I liked them, but the whole Upside Down was a, sh- a little struggle for me. It, not necessarily a struggle. It was just kind of, I'm not as into super, like, sci-fi stuff. I'm going to stop you. I'm going to stop you. I'm going to stop you. Okay. This is not sci-fi. Really? I'm going to be super like anal about okay. that. This what is, is it? Sci-fi. What is it, Victor? This is horror drama thriller. This is for sure sci-fi because you it don't have an upside sci-fi. down. Sci-fi. No, you, everything you just said would be based in like a world that we know. This is a world that we do not know. At least half of the movie, half of the show, is in a world we don't know. This is a hill that I will die on. That this is not a sci-fi. It is a sci-fi. Okay. I I disagree. agree to disagree. I agree to disagree okay. too. Okay. So I I would. I liked the first two seasons. I watched them more because I was like, oh, there's not really anything else. Let's check it out. So then I went through season two. Season three came out. I didn't watch it. Then this is the perfect like duo for this then. Agreed. So I didn't see that. Victor hit me up and he's like, hey, I want to do one. I want to do an episode of Straight to TV. And I'm like, you mean one episode per episode? He's like, no, one episode for the whole fucking season. Hell I'm like, yeah. I'm like, Jesus Christ. So I'm like, Victor, I have to watch all of season three, too. And he's like, no, just watch season four. I'm like, okay, we'll see how this goes. And I'll get into you why I, I said that. And we'll do that later and I'm, in the podcast. I'm probably going to rewatch season three later just to kind of, because I think it'll answer a few questions for me. But I think season four you could watch without actually seeing season three I'll, I'll get into that and i i think okay. there's a we're gonna do a five minute spoiler wall let's just jump into our reviews i'm gonna okay. jump into it okay so i love this shit wait dude. hold on so is it so bad it's good it's watch uh it's not good wait i can't even remember all okay i'm gonna put it this way if you have netflix and you haven't watched this there's something wrong with you okay that's where i'm gonna put this like it, you have to watch this. Like by this, you mean oh, like someone hasn't seen Stranger Things at all. You need to watch seasons one through four. If you have the, Stranger Things, is the best thing on Netflix. And if you have Netflix and you haven't watched Stranger Things, 
Me and them cannot be friends. Money Heist was pretty fucking good. Money Heist was good. Orange is the New Black is good, too. Yeah, they kind of burned that one out, though. Uh, yeah, you milked the cash cow only so long. Yeah, it got a little weird. Uh, but I will say... Oh, so you're giving this a must-watch. Uh, so Stranger Things as a whole is a must-must-watch if you have Netflix. I'm going to give it a five. I love it that much. I'm going to give Stranger Things as a five. Let me just do my review real quick. Okay. I think this is the worst season out of the four. Interesting. But I'll give Stranger Things as a whole five. I'll give the season a four because I do think there's a lot of entertainment value. I think there's a lot of things wrong with it that I want to say. is We'll get to it later. Okay. And I'll give it a four for that reason because I was still entertained, but I, I have problems with it. Okay. But Stranger Things is a five. This season is the worst season. I'm going to give it a four. Interesting. Okay. So I agree that you should probably watch this. Now, I would be more one like, okay, go watch like your SEAL teams. Go watch like... Other shows, like Money Heist, I would watch before this. But it's a good show to watch if you're out of shows and you want something to last a while. Because fuck me, every goddamn episode in season four was like fucking movie. Every one of them was like an hour and 20 minutes plus. Okay, okay, review's done. I'm going to break this. Wait, no, I'm not done. Okay. Okay, Okay, we're going to get there. Okay. Don't worry, Victor. I want to get there. I know, you're excited. I'm excited. excited. You're excited. This This is rare. Usually you're like the the mellow one in the group. Yeah, because and yeah, and now you're like cuz I love this shit, dude. Okay. So, I'm going to give Stranger Things a 4, but I'm going to give season f- I'm going to say season 4 is a 4 and a half. I think season 4 was the most enjoyable for me. I didn't see season 3 though. So, and I think I think the uh, I want, I'll get into the I'm so excited to get into Okay. This. But I'm going to say, and I think part of the reason that I think season four was better is they're basically adults now, and I feel less awkward watching it. It felt really awkward following a group of, like, G.I. Jane children. Okay, so I have a problem with that, and I'll get into that later. Okay. I have a place for okay. that. Okay, so I'm going to, again, I'm going to say you should watch it. It's kind of, to me, it's kind of like a watch it later, but it's a good watch it later. I think you should all you should get to it at some point, but I'm not one to be like, "Hey, rush and watch this," because I think like our parents aren't going to enjoy this show much, right? So, like, I think if you're between the ages of like 20 and 35, you should probably watch it, or maybe like 15 and 35. Gen, Gen Z and millennials, this yeah, fits the the audience, yeah. Outside I of that, don't think you're yeah. gonna be like boomers. No, like I I don't think. Gen X is before us, right? I, I that's my issue with it. I think it just it has kind of a a smaller audience, but I think it's really hot for that audience. Like we're like Star Wars, you can get old people that are into it and you can get young people that are into it and it has a very large audience. This one is kind of smaller and again, I think it's because it started with fucking children. Not fucking it, God damn it. I say things that fucking children with it started with child actors. I am going to get us banned for life for this. But if you know me, you know, that's how I I just say stupid shit sometimes. So Victor, go ahead. Give us a uh, three second spoiler wall. Three, two. I I mean, there's not going to be a spoiler wall right away. I want to talk about formatting real quick. Okay. 
So I really believe that I can do some editing and this could be a two and a half hour long movie. You could make it into a movie. There is a lot of uh, plot lines that are just completely unnecessary. But the beauty about of like the Dusty's uh, girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. It will. Yeah, I totally. So, do you appreciate that? Do we get more content that we love, or would this? Would you have preferred a two hour and a half hour long movie? Okay, so because this is where I'm going to break the spoiler wall. This is not episode season four. This is a prequel. Really. 100%. You think they go back in time? This is a prequel. This is Eleven's origin story. This is not oh. progressing season three into a... This is not progressing the story of season three. This is Elle's, Eleven's origin story. Okay. And I could edit everything else out of that, and this would be a two and a half hour long prequel. They did a good job with the origin story. They did a great job with it. And that is that is the best part of this season. I get your point and how it's useful. I did think it was interesting how they brought in Dungeons and Dragons and the like the boss from Dungeons and Dragons is the person trying to kill everyone. Yeah, so so okay, let, let's okay, let's kind of talk ahead. about f- let- formatting real quick. Yeah. If this is a two and a half hour long movie, then it's Elf's origin story. But you don't you don't get to meet Eddie, and you don't fall in love with Eddie, and you don't appreciate Eddie. And I Until feel like end. yeah, right. So like you won't get that in a in a two and a half hour long movie. Correct. But as in a nine episode season, those are storylines and character developments that you wouldn't get in a short film. So what would you prefer? So it's tough. You either have to pay full attention for the two and a half hours. Like, you cannot blink for that two and a half hours. Or you could borderline do, like, dishes or, like, chores while watching it for nine and a half hours. Because there's a lot of downtime that doesn't really give you a ton of context. It gives you some, but not a ton. So, I think it it depends on your... Like, if you have a very... If you get distracted easily, nine hours, the eight, the, the nine episode season which i think comes out to like 12 and a half hours by the way but because th- that last episode was like fucking hour and 50 minutes no it was like two and a half hours dude. it was ridiculous it was i was like oh cool i'm i you know there's only an hour and a half left of me to have to watch and then i'm like oh, fuck i don't know when victor's gonna want to want to record so i'm like i better knock this out and i'm like watching i'm like jesus christ this is a long fucking episode and then i pause and i'm like holy shit but I think it depends on your attention span. I think this does very well for people with like ADHD or like people with that struggle to pay attention for a long period of time because it like you can get distracted in the middle and it doesn't really hurt it. And then you hear like some key word and you're like, oh shit, I got to pay attention. And then you're zoned in. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you appreciate that. I mean, one, it it's free. It's not free to watch, but it's already included in my Netflix package. You're already talking about one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, yeah one yeah. Yeah, pun intended. Um. So I mean, I I. It's it's way, funny because I'm a go ahead. If you have not seen this, turn off the episode now and come back. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. But I'm yeah. sure, like, if you're listening to this episode, you probably probably just looking for extra Stranger Things content. Yeah. Now, 
I'm a I'm I really feel like there's an art to storing tell storytelling. And I feel like there's a lot of wasted time and filler. But I feel like that's that's the beauty of having being able to do a nine episode series instead of two and a half hour long. True. You can kind of show like some more eloquence in your writing. So like if, if you if you watch the Star Wars prequels, like specifically I think it's episode two, maybe three, Obi and Anakin talk about things that they did. And you never see it. And I think okay. that's because you have a, a small time. You don't have the bandwidth to show all these things. But in a nine episode series, you get all that bandwidth, but it's kind of dull story, lazy storytelling, I want to say. Yeah. I I could definitely see that. I think tell like movies, if you, if you look, there aren't as many movies coming out as there used to be. And I think it's because people are starting to appreciate seasons. And TV shows, right? Like, like there, and there's I, this transition to TV shows because now you're getting like, may like Chris Pratt's in a TV show. You get like big name actors in TV shows now, whereas before you got good actors, but they weren't like. I just always think of like, movie actors are like top notch, right? TV actors, you have really good TV actors, but they never compare with like, an above average movie actor. Okay, so let, let's talk about acting real quick. Okay. Eleven, Millie Bobby Brown. I don't know why, but I'm like, she's a great actor. But at the same time, she has a very easy character. English is a little broken because she grew up in the whatever it is. She's not very in-depth as Eleven. True. I could see that. I think it's a tough role. Right, because you're trying to play like this kid that didn't have a childhood and isn't normal, right? But is kind of like really at this point in the show, she's really eight years old, right? In essence, like she was, she was like a a science project until she was like eleven, not not the number like eleven years old. And then she, I don't know how old she actually was in terms of the movie, but she's like, she's only experienced the world for so long by this point. So it's kind of a hard one. You're, you're acting as an adult now, I think pretty much an adult, right? Because she should be 17. I think she's like, they're like junior age. They don't really talk about it. They're freshmen. Are they fucking freshmen? freshmen? Okay. So she's literally three years old. Pretty impressive what she came to from being in like a science facility. But yeah, it's, I just, I I think she does a pretty good job. And I think for me, season four, and of course I haven't seen season three, hate me if you want, whatever. I haven't seen it. That's a fact. I think this was the best put together, best like everything all-encompassing season they had. I didn't get nearly as into season one or two. But I, I feel like you have so many storylines in this season. And I, again, we, we can go back to formatting. I think the Find Hopper and Russian Prison could be cut down to 15 minutes. Yeah, that one was a little... I feel like the 100% waste of time. 
Yeah, and you have like the whole scenes where he's like breaking his ankle so he can get out of the cuffs. Then he takes off. He gets caught. Like, there's a lot of yeah. There's a lot of filler in there. I feel like that was 100%. Hey, we wrote season four. We have absolutely no use for them. And they're kind of like, okay, well, if we don't write them in, people are going to be upset. So let's just write a a filler storyline for them. True. And I feel like the Russian story was very much told in term. It's almost like a story written by Americans in that time frame on how they felt about Russians. Yeah. No, 100. It's like this super secret high tech base, but it was like these, this middle-aged woman can sneak in and like, really like, yeah, God, it, I think it was lazy story writing, but it was, it, it literally was like, they're doing tests on monsters that we find out late. And it's like, what the fuck? So here's my, my double edged sword with this. I was still entertained. I was fully entertained. I enjoyed every minute I watched. I will say that without question. And I think it's just because they're older. I mean, is it Dusty? Dusty? Dustin? Dusty, the uh, the uh, curly hair. Dustin. Dustin. That guy, that kid is underrated. I think he's a... a I think they're all... Fin- well, not all of them, but... I think there's a phenomenal cast here. They did a good job, and it's probably because they all like they did a good job with keeping the same cast pretty consistent. And Eddie was a great addition; he did very well with the cast. Because really, he's the only other big big part of that show outside of like the jock. But you can fill a jock with any sort of actor, male actor that's in good shape, which is basically all of them. So you just can't have Seth Rogen in there. Yeah, and and, and we'll go back to, did Eddie like you? He's kind of there, and you're kind of like whatever about him. And I was kind of, and then you kind of just fall in love with him, right? And you kind of like his whole redemption story. The whole time I'm kind of like, oh well, he, you're not coming clean with him. He's something's gonna. The season's not cleaning his name, right? Like. And and I think that's a problem I have with this is I feel like it was very predictable. Like Eddie was nowhere going to be found innocent, so therefore he either had to die or stay hidden. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. He now man. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. He was probably one of the more relatable people in the show. Because he went through the hardships that everyone else went through. All the others did too. But like, I feel like Eddie was one of the more relatable characters. Yeah. No, and I, you feel for him. And th- this is... this is So you have Elle's origin story and then you have Eddie, right? Eddie's probably one of the plot lines. And, you know, he's, he's the outcast. He's different. But he, you realize he's a normal kid. He's very likable. Yeah. And he has his redemption. True. True. I was trying to think, like, I was starting to think that getting, uh, oh my God, what's his name? The cop. Hopper. Hopper out of prison should have been, like, like almost like a movie in between the seasons. Oh, yeah. No, but, it, it could have been a spinoff story, 100%. But it, it, it does kind of play into the season, 
it's just hard because you keep jumping between these. There, there are three main things, right? You have, you have them trying to save Hopper. You have the cops trying to catch L, and you have the rest of the crew trying to save the world. And then you, so all right, so you got, you got find Hopper, Hopper survive, right? It's kind of its two piece storyline in yeah. one. You have L's origin story, right? You have find L. You have yes. destroy L. You have destroy Vecna. You have all these storylines. There's a lot going on. There but I, is. I wish Devo was here because I've never watched Game of Thrones. And I heard Game of Thrones is very, there's a lot of storylines going on at the same time. I could see that. I think that kind of goes into how well the show was written because they kept the storylines going at approximately the same time within reason and also not making it like, oh, shit. You know, we just jump from one story to the next in like two minutes and it's going all over the place and now I'm confused and you keep jumping around and I, I think they wrote it pretty well I for think, everything that they included. I think they tied it all together well. So that there's something, you know, called a fetch quest. Have you heard of that before? No. So you're playing a video game, right? And you got to get from point A to point B, right? And between point A and point B, there's a bridge and the bridge is broken. Okay. And there's this random ass part of the video game where you have to figure out how to repair the bridge. You can't progress your story until you do this side quest. Oh, uh, are you saying that's like what Hopper? And I feel like that was what, what Hopper was. That was the normal kids try to destroy Vecna because they weren't going to do it by them without Eleven. And they technically didn't even with Eleven. <sighs> that's a whole... They set it up for a season five, and that's for good reason because it's still fucking hot. So l- let's talk about things that you loved and you hated about this season. Okay, so one thing that I liked after the fact because someone else brought this up, they did a really good job with timing. So you know how some movies, like, it's it takes place in eight, 1981, but they play a song that came from 1985 or they're driving cars that are from 1985. You know what I mean? Like they're like, wait a second, this model came out in 1985 and it just doesn't make sense. So according to the timeline, the song that Eddie played in the underground, the upside down, sorry, master of puppets, master of puppets came out like three weeks before he played it in the timeline of the movie. I didn't realize that, that, Someone posted a video on that, and they're like, Eddie is a god. Like, he learned how to play that song within three weeks of the song coming out. And some people would be like, oh, all he has to do is study it for three weeks. But this is in a time where the song just came out. No one wrote the like the music for it on paper for mass production by this point in time. So he learned so it he by had ear. To watch and play the video on like or whatever because you can't you had to, to listen to the, on yeah. the tape right because that he recorded on you the can't video. watch like MTV wasn't even around then right that came out in the 90s so yeah he had to play it on a cassette over and over and listen to it and then he plays it flawlessly 
And it, it's funny you bring that. That's a great moment. Like I've that listened, is. I probably listened to Master of Puppets a handful of times since since I've watched that scene. And you know, anticipating that scene, I'm sitting there like, which fucking heavy metal song is he gonna play? That was the perfect heavy metal song. Uh, you know, to be honest, I was probably hoping for an Iron Maiden song. Okay, but I think, like you said, given you know, I don't think Iron Maiden. I tell my wife this all the time. So you have like the Pink Floyds, the Led Zeppelins of the world, like these these bands that go down as legendary bands. Yes. Metallica is the band of our generation. Like our grandkids are going to know who Metallica is. They're going to be wearing True. Metallica shirts. True. Yeah, the others they may hear a song but they'll never know their name. Yeah. So and I so I I think like you said this this movie was tagged to the Gen Z and and millennials. That was the perfect song. I, they did. It was it was very well done. I didn't love. I I thought the like him beating off all these again. Beating another off. thing that I say beating that, off beating yeah. off the kids where he's <laughs> oh shit. But he he's like trying to beat up these these bats. Yeah, they're bats. And in essence. And to your point from earlier, he's doing it because he's like, fuck it. What do I have to go back to? That was one thought. And then the other thing was he was tired of running. And that's why I think he's a very relatable character because it's that point in your life where you're like, no, I can't can't keep playing it safe. I can't keep running away from my issues. And he had that moment. Now, hopefully for the rest of us, it's not a moment that we die as he did. (laughs) But I am going to make a prediction here that Eddie is going to return. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so like, I, I do want to take a step back and talk about the relatability of Eddie. So there's two types of people. There's fight and there's flight. And my, sure. my wife is very fight. Oh, yes. I am 100% flight. That is my natural instinct. I am Eddie. Like you said, I am relatable to Eddie. I want to run when bad shit happens. I want to run away from my problems. Yeah. And it's like I, I'm trying to as I come of age, I'm I'm a lot older to becoming of yeah. age. But I need to start fighting instead of flighting. And Is I, part of that because you have kids. Yeah, I think And you're like you don't want to look like that guy. I think kids. I think you have a family, you have kids, and it's like, no, I can't run away. I need to defend, you know, yeah. the pack. Well and I agree. I'm very flighty. Like if there's a situation where it's like shit's gonna go down, you know, I try and avoid it. Right, I I do. I kind of play possum until I'm cornered. I'm I, possum's probably a great example of me. Once I'm cornered, I don't know what I'll do. Like I have called, you know, I I I get kind of mean. And I think that's why we love Eddie and we were yeah. relate to Eddie. And you know, at the end of the movie, Dusty Dustin's talking about Eddie, and I'm like, fuck, hold the tears in, dude. Yeah, it's no getting shit. emotional, dude. No like, shit, fuck, dude. When he starts talking, that was kind of a weird scene because he was like talking about Eddie in the past tense, like telling him, and he was basically. So, I didn't like how it was kind of like mainstream media of today for the news at the end. They're like, "Oh, there was this huge earthquake," and then the real story's hidden, right? Yeah. Because it's not believable. Because basically, it's like a one of those Disney movies where only the kids could see the real story, but the parents didn't see it that way. (laughs) Yeah. You know, or like that fairy tale. 
But that that was probably something that kind of was annoying. They're like, oh, yeah, we just had a bunch of, you know, the earth just cracked and lava flowed from these cracks. It's completely normal. That's just what happens with earthquakes. But at the Never same... Never fucking seen an earthquake did they did, that but did that. I love the scene where they're like, everyone's getting the fuck out of town, dude. Everyone's got their cars packed up and there's a fat line leaving town. Yeah. But, I mean, kind of flip the switch. What are the things that you didn't like about the season? I didn't like that. Like, well, what did you like about it? I, 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 love, I, I loved Eddie. I, I think there was a great, you know... Just a very character developed, a, a good, you know, like you said, very relatable. Eleven Origin, I think we needed that. Yes, that was that was like they did a really good transition from the origin story to because you're like, fuck, L really killed them all. I legit thought that L killed them all. Yeah, and, and I think the whole time, me and my me and my wife are like, oh, dude, like, okay, she killed them all, like. And then you kind of you learn, and I don't think it was the greatest plot twist, but like you said, I think with everything involved, I think they did a very good job tying it all together. The timing of it, I I do agree with that. Yeah, you know what? Now thinking about it, like the whole like history on L and her getting her powers back, because I did, I got kind of annoyed with the whole she was getting bullied and she was lying to uh, what's his face, uh, her boyfriend. Uh, fuck. I even brought up the Mike? cast. Uh, Mike's Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Where she was like lying about it. It was just kind of awkward and overplayed. I think a little bit. It was, it was. And then like all the bullying scenes that kind of like, I don't know, is an adult now. It's kind of tough to watch bullying scenes. But didn't you see that? Like the, the, before the movie started, it was like, this is kind of rough to watch, but it was, yeah. Filmed. Before the school shootings, you know. Yeah. I think they knew, dude, once it was once they hit the floor. I I think there's a side of it that I think we should show this in T V shows. And yeah, it's it's hard to watch when you have these other atrocities that happen. But it's it's real life. Like T V shows can't all be fairy tales. No, they can't. It was tough to it was kind of it was slightly tough to watch because we all know someone that was bullied or were bullied by ourselves, and you, you feel for him at an adult age now, right? Like, once you hit, like, 18 or maybe, like, 21, you're in college, and you look back on your high school years, and you either bullied someone or were bullied, and you're like, or you knew someone that was bullied, and you're like, fuck, that sucks. Like, that was fucked up. But that was a little tough and a little overplayed slightly. I think it, we could have dealt with less of that but i think the whole reason they did it was to show that l didn't have her powers yeah and i don't know i i think it's uh, let's talk about what i didn't like because i think i think okay kind of loop Go. into the first thing i feel like there was a big like i felt like it was the first like i'm watching the probably the first three or four episodes and i'm like this feels like a freddy krueger ripoff Okay. The whole them going to this trance and he's in their mind felt very Freddy Krueger. And I love that they kind of made that joke. I think they made a Freddy Krueger joke. He did. Or uh, Dustin said it at the table with uh, the black kid. Yeah. 
and his sister. And she's like, who's Freddy Krueger? And he's like, oh, he's this dude that runs around with knives. And the black kid's like, uh. And he's like, oh, he's just this. Uh, he's it's it's a good horror film. Watch it later, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just hated that. I just really felt like a Freddy Krueger ripoff. But I appreciate that they built they made fun of it and then they built off of it. Fair. Also, Fair. the thing you loved, how they don't feel like kids anymore. But my thing is, okay, the girl who plays Nancy. Yes. I think she's fucking beautiful, dude. Yeah, she definitely grew up well. She's 27 years old. but Holy she's, shit. She's playing a senior in high school. She does not look like a senior in high school. These kids do not look like freshmen in high school. I think they're. it's obvious that they're not kids anymore. Yeah, and that could be kind of how they tried to play it off. Like, they're more adulty. But, yeah, that is kind of weird. And I think that's always a struggle when you watch, like, any high school movies where there's, like, some, you know, there's any sort of sexual content. They have to be 18. What's, it, what's, the, what's the newest? Is it Euphoria? Yeah, dude, that... Some... F- Dude, I struggle to watch that shit. I love Zendaya, though. Yes. Yeah, she's good. Is she worth watching it for? I I just... It was very cringeworthy for me. Like, not cringeworthy, but it was just... It was tough to watch with someone. It's more of a, a show that I'd want to watch by myself, but then it would seem creepy. I don't know. But yes, that one. And, That's and th- one. Then there's also the pointless plots, which it's like a love-hate relationship for me, right? You know, the whole them find L, like it's really like, oh, Mike is like, I lost my girlfriend. I need to go find her. I think that's pretty pointless. I think them trying to kill Vecna on their own and figure it out on their own was just a pointless plot. Um, filler time. But like you said, I, th- I think we talked about it, how it's like we get all this extra content. You know, that's the beauty of being a a long series. I think a lot of the show is relatable throughout time, right? Because you have, like, at the end, they start thinking that the Dungeons & Dragons group was the one who, their satanic rituals that caused all these things to happen. And it's, to me, so maybe I think differently, but I was like, holy shit, this is just another thing where it's like, it ties to, like, religion, race, all these things in life where people assume things without full knowledge. Yeah, no. They don't know, but one person says something, and it's this huge thing. Now, this is in times pre-internet, right? There there kind of was internet, kind of. Yeah, not really. That's why they're playing Dungeons & Dragons, because they're playing video games. Well, I'm talking about with uh, Dustin's girlfriend doing shit. I don't think it was internet. I think it was just <laughs> some computer hack. Yeah, it was. Yeah, when the computer's like the size of a fucking cabinet. But I think they did. Did you like that? It's hot. It is hot. It's hot. Did you like the flavor of it though? It's good, dude. It's <laughs> hot. Devo and I have been talking about how like bourbon drinkers are, especially high proof bourbon drinkers, are like masochists. We just <laughs> I, like the pain. Something about it, man. That's why people get tattoos and yeah, I, I know it's true. Enjoy bondage and Fifty Shades of Grey. People like getting whipped. 
I I I cannot relate <laughs> to that, but I can in, relate to uh, enjoying high proof whiskey. Um, but yeah, I think I think they. I just really liked how they brought in a lot of touchy topics. Didn't really talk about them directly, but if you look at it, it covers a lot of very touchy topics, and doesn't. Di- yeah. I think you get where I'm going with it. I'm a little buzzed, so I can't. Yeah, no, and uh, and then there's there's two final things that really really bugged me about the season. One, okay. whether it's a season or a movie, I hate when there's no closure. I hate when the season ends open ended, and this one ended open ended. Well, it had to to be, be make you prepared for season five. Yeah, but I feel like everyone I, I needs closure, dude. I need closure. That's because you're a fixer. I am a fixer. Yeah. Fixers need closure. I need closure. There's a fight. You're pissed off, but you're trying to make sure the other person like, is fine by the end of it. That, and I think this is a perfect segue when you say there's a fight because that was my final like peeve about this episode or this okay. season. Do you like Star Wars? I do. I enjoy it. It was almost Star Wars without the lightsabers. Yes. Force pushing everybody. Let me just push you with my mind. That's like literally the whole fight. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. They So one thing that they brought up was, or I read, and I wanted to do some more research on this because I think this was a little before our time, but they said that Stranger Things is MK Ultra. Really? They say that it's really just a fictional version of MK Ultra. Which I think MK Ultra was not supposed to be like a full, like it's unofficially real, but where they did like testing on kids and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this to me, this whole s- series is basically Eddie's take on the world while he's on shrooms. Yeah, no, <laughs> like season one through four. It's Eddie started doing shrooms at fourteen, season one. But he's not in it because he's telling the story to his friends. Then he becomes a senior in season four, or probably like senior times three. He's like a second senior, senior, whatever you want to call him. And and now he's telling that same story to the people that were in his story, but now he has people to tie it to. Because he's still on shrooms. Like, he's still high on shrooms for, like, all of high school. I, I love this segue because I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Did Elle create the Upside Down, or did she just stand one to the Upside Down? Ooh, that's a good question. That was a question I was hoping to be answered by those last two episodes, and they weren't. And that's interesting because, so I'm going to say that she sent him to the Upside Down because of how the doctor acted. Because the doctor acted like the Upside Down was a real thing. He was just surprised that she could push him there. Okay, I'll give you that. Because it didn't... I, now he was it, like surprised if, that she did it, but he wasn't... He was kind of like, oh my God, that's what the portal's like. Yeah, and it wasn't like, you're God for creating this. It was kind of like, okay, you created a door. Okay, I like that theory. That's That's kind of the... F- I never really thought of that. Until you mentioned it. Do you want to go to lower proof? Are you good? I'm good. Okay. Okay, then I'll, I'll go to No, this. you can, you can I'll go. I'll go to this bourbon with a jackal on it. No, I'll, I'll get you. It's a jackalope. 
by the way. Jackalope. Yeah. You didn't like it, though. It's flat, but... Uh, Here, I'll get you another one. You keep talking about your thoughts. I'll get you another one, Victor. Yeah, and uh, I mean, there is plenty of... I love this stuff, man. I, I think that... I think the whole 80s... I love the 80s. I love the 80s horror. You know, the Freddy Krueger, Jason era. It was... It's very, like, kind of nostalgic and new at the same time. And I, I I think that's what I love about Stranger Things. I'm kind of not not obsessed, but like this is this is what I am the target audience for this, and it just kind of hits all the the good points. And I think the the biggest thing for our kind of you know I don't know if you want to touch any other topics or there's kind of anything I left on your tongue because I do want to segue into something else. No, go go for it. What happens next? I think this is the biggest. Dude. This is the biggest topic. This is what the listeners are here for. What is Robert's theory of season five? Okay, and so why? I think- and I want I want you to touch points in season four that makes you believe that season five. What season five is going to? So season five, I think the biggest thing in there is going to be that Eddie comes back. Eddie comes back from the dead. Or he's in, he's stuck in the upside down, like he's dead in the real world, but he's stuck in the upside down. Okay, well, let's take a tiny step so, back. Is this because you loved? Is this is season five written already, or are we waiting for fan response to react to season five? I think it's written. You think it's written? I don't. I think it's written. Okay. So uh, bring Eddie back, as in like, fuck, dude, they all love Eddie. We gotta bring him back. No, I don't think it's. I don't think it's because everybody loved him. I think it's they have to have something like off the wall happen, right? Every season has had something that you're like, holy shit, and that's gonna be the holy shit moment in season five. I think that's the biggest thing that happens. I'm probably gonna be completely wrong, but I am going to say that I am pot committed. Because they put a lot of time and effort into bu- building out his character to kill him off just like that. So what is what is the story of season five? What does Eddie do in season five? So he... I'm going to throw a weird one at you. He's going to join forces with Vecna, pretending that he's on Vecna's side. But he's actually going to be doing it as a... Doubles, like a double spy? A double agent. Double agent. There we go. Thank you. I don't know how you're coming up with these words. You drank more than me. It's a bit practice. <laughs> I'm the one with a fucking whiskey podcast. Uh, whiskey Biz. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Whiskeybiz.gov. Okay. So the crew gets back together. I think L and Mike reconvene at the same school like everyone's back at the original school somehow like they aren't at separate schools anymore somehow that happens they have to commute three hours to get to the other school every morning and every night but they just somehow are at the same school they obviously quit dungeons and dragons and they start playing magic the gathering oh god dude I don't even know if that would be cool, out. dude. That'd be cool. That that's that's a great <laughs> idea, man. So then 
They're playing Magic the Gathering, and I know absolutely nothing about Magic the Gathering other than it probably has a more devout following than Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, or any other card game out there. I think Post Malone came out and said Magic the Gathering is the greatest card game. It probably is. It just it was like Dungeons and Dragons of its time, where people didn't understand it. It was only the nerds played it. And then other people started kind of following in, but I think it still has, and excuse me for this because I'm not trying to be offensive, but it has more the nerdier following. Yeah, your hardcore extremist cult following yes. are still playing Magic the Gathering. Yes. And I do. I think I think it was the gateway card game, right? I, I grew up playing playing card game. I mean, we were all Pokemon yeah. people. We we played Pokemon. We we I my group of friends played a Dragon Ball Z card game. Um Pokemon I, is not a thing if Magic the Gathering never happened. Correct absolutely. Yes. Keep going. So Magic the Gathering is the new group they start because they can't play Dungeons and Dragons anymore because everybody thinks that they're a cult that killed everyone. Or killed like sixty people or whatever it was. So they have to cut that out. They changed their name to Legends of the Unknown. I don't I don't know. That was just I, I didn't know what the fuck to call it. <laughs> and they play Magic the Gathering. Elle cheats because she's, you know, she has some powers that other people don't have. Nah, I'm just kidding. She doesn't cheat. She actually isn't part of that group, but the group that played Dungeons and Dragons is now playing Magic the Gathering. Or maybe they're called Magicians and Witches or something like that. I don't know. Whatever. So they're playing that, and all of a sudden, they play the wrong fucking card that opens another portal back to the underground, and one of the characters comes to life and opens a portal, opens multiple portals, and they have to uh, fix it, I guess. I I didn't think that far. Can I say that that was fucking wild? Did you come up with that on the spot? Yes. I don't think I could have prepared for that. Okay. I don't I, like I, I don't I don't think there's a way to like I don't know what happens. I think the ending is Vecna dies or one dies in essence. That was kind of a that was kind of a, a shocking one, right? Like but he I don't know that dude was fucking creepy the whole fucking time. I feel like I feel it like was something was fucked up. Like it wasn't predictable, but the moment like I'm like, okay, this makes sense. This is where they're going with it. I could predict it before it happened, but it wasn't like I predicted it from the beginning. Okay. And I feel like one was in the position he was because the doctor was was afraid of him. And okay. he knew if he didn't give him some more power that he would leave and do something bad. Okay, so me and my wife kind of talked about this. Who's the master manipulator? Was it one or was it the doctor? I think one was in charge the whole time. Okay, you don't think it was the doctor? Because you know, there's that the whole scene's like he's like the doctor's manipulating everything. He's like you're being bullied because he wants you to be bullied. Or was one manipulating and you think one was in control the whole time? I think he was in control the whole time. That's because he knew Eleven, and this is another reason why the underground, the uh, upside down, Jesus, uh, underground. I keep saying underground because it's literally like underground. under the ground. Probably a great, great uh, 
this is a great movie for flat earthers because just on the other side of the earth is the same <laughs> earth, but it's just a fucked up one. That's a good plan. I'm not a flat earther, by the way, but just, yeah. So I think one knew that Eleven was the only one powerful enough to force him to the upside down. So one, you think the manipulation went that far? Yes, absolutely. Wow. Because otherwise dude. he would have kept someone else. He wouldn't have helped Eleven. My, I mean, in because my head, I'm thinking, okay, he he manipulated Eleven to pull the chip out of his neck. But you're saying he manipulated her to push him to the upside down. Yes. And that's why he saved Eleven as well instead of, uh, I forgot the asshole guy's name that was like the bully of he was the, like four yeah something that's why he couldn't use him because he knew that four would be like ah oh, yeah let's fucking destroy the world he wouldn't be able to think beyond that and be like yeah let's go to this upside down that was created or that's there and one knew that 11 had a heart and that she'd be pissed and she'd force him there that's also one was obviously more powerful than eleven. You think so? Point, yes. One lost because he knew eleven would push her where he ended up. I think. I think it was all a game. For that's, him. I mean, that's a great theory, and it. it I. I can't. I can't. Shoot he did that seem down. a little shocked when he ended up there, though. That's my only concern with that theory. But I think he was shocked not because she pushed him there, but because of how different it was. Uh, So another theory, right? So Mike and Eleven, or boyfriend and girlfriend, and Will is the third wheel. Yes. Is Will gay for Mike? Yes. Theory can't be because he was in the 80s and that's like a no-no. Like, is he like, is he struggling? So I think me and my wife talk about this. Is he struggling as a third wheel because he's in love with Eleven or because he's in love with Mike? Mike, because the whole bush, that that ride in the back of the Vanagon or whatever it was. <laughs> the pizza. The one. pizza delivery car. When he's speaking in terms of Eleven, but you know he's talking about himself. So he's putting himself in the shoes of Eleven, who's in love with Mike. Will is gay in love with Mike. I, yes. I agree with that. I think the yes. same thing. I, I totally agree. My wife will tell me differently, though. He's, she will say that he's in love with Eleven. No. No. You don't have that haircut if you are. <laughs> and and I was I was literally not... Ex- I was expecting a different painting than what they showed. His painting for Mike. It was a little weird. But I was expecting like a, both of them naked, caressing each other. Really? A like super, finger to finger? Like, like him coming out and saying, this is my homophobic, my homoerotic uh, painting of us. They couldn't do that, though. No? No, because even though... Yeah, because he's not going to come out and say that he loves that guy. It was definitely... It was just uh, his storytelling at that point in time where he's saying how much Eleven needs him and... Jesus... Uh, how much Eleven needs him and wants him and how the group needs him and how everyone needs him, needs Mike. It's like you and Devo, dude. But I would never talk that way to Devo. <laughs> Maybe Devo talks that way about you. I don't think so. Okay, let's talk about my theory. Okay. Season 5, Eleven versus Max. 
Vecna's in control of Max. Max, the little redheaded girl in the coma, is oh, is no longer. I forgot about Max. She she no longer exists. Uh, Vecna Vecna survived by taking over her her existence. And I so I I watched a TikTok. I, I'm not a trained actor. I'm I'm not good at this. But this TikTok talked about how good of an actor Max was, and she's the best actor of all the kids. The way she responds and the way she okay. she acts. So I think, and there was a lot of cutscenes of Max and Eleven, Max and Eleven, and I think that's a foreshadowing to be a season five is a Max Ooh. versus Eleven. But Max is controlled by Vecna. Vecna has taken over her mind. Because when she went to the hospital, she searched for Max and she could not find her. In oh. in her in her trance, right? Ah. That's my my theory of what huh. happens. I like it. I like it. But I do like now, the do magic think, of the gathering. Do you theory. think that deep down Max and Eleven have a thing for each other? Yeah. Super, super hot lesbian scenes. I will say so. Max in real life, kind of hot. Yeah, she's 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 pretty good looking. She's got that rough around the edge kind of like skater girl. She has like the tomboy, and you're like hesitant to ask her out because you're not sure if she likes the other side of the the other team. Um, but I mean, I and I have a thing for redheads, so. Yeah, apparently I do too. Yeah, well, your wife's a redhead. <laughs> um, kind of. I think they foreshadowed a um a Max versus verse eleven, you know, kind of battle. I think yes. So here, here's an. Uh, this is completely off topic, but the whole lineup of females in this in this movie are oddly attractive. Oh, did Nancy is like in in my top yes. ten celebrity crush? But even right like now. the the awkward friend of Nancy, which awkward? Oh, Robin. The, it, she's not really the friends. lesbian. Yeah, Steve's lesbian she friend. Even is like kind of like not bad looking. Yeah, Steve is my favorite character, dude. He's a good character. He's another relate. You know what? This whole the whole cast is kind of relatable, with the exception of Eleven. Because <laughs> we 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 weren't thrown into a psych ward <laughs> with like fucking superpowers or so that's one other thing that I'm kind of struggling with. It seemed like they made like Eleven isn't a human. No, she's she's a lab rat. She's a lab rat based on one. But I I really enjoyed so you know I I, I bitched and complained about the whole Freddy Krueger thing. But I, I love how they had that, you know, they had Vecna, they had Victor, you know, and then, you know, they brought in one and they they looped all that in together beautifully. You know, that it was yes. the son of this Victor, whatever, who's in jail. He's framed, you know, he became one. And like, it's, I think like you're they right. They did a great way to, they, to have that spoil, not spoiler, um, the like surprise and 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 it's like you said like at the end of season three this season four was not written yet okay i don't think this was the intention from the beginning 
I think they came into season four cold and they beautifully like choreography this 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 season. It's a good point. That's a good point. Was it episode eight that they had the spoil the the comment where it's like, hey, this was written before. It may be tough for some people to watch, or was it earlier than that? No, that that was, it was the, earlier, the first, right? That was the first episode. Was it? Okay. I couldn't remember because I was wondering like if they didn't release episode eight because they're like, oh shit. Bad I-. but no, that's all upside down shit. It was well done. I still don't know. It, like it's such an odd thing and it throws me off really bad, but eleven is kind of attractive. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that, dude. It's just it's weird because it's like it's, creepy and you see her go from like G.I. Jane to woman. So I have a I have a question. Well, G.I. Jane was a woman. Is Sorry. Eleven attractive or is Millie Bobby Brown attractive? Millie Bobby Brown. I think Eleven shows signs of Millie Bobby Brown. But she is a like Eleven's a likable character, which is is part of that reason that you like fall in love with characters. Just like Nancy is probably really beautiful because like of the character she played. Is her so her her boyfriend in the show? I don't remember his name. Oh yeah, he's weird. Does he look like Michael Jackson? I'm guessing post yes. all the work. <laughs> we we Hold make on, jokes about it when we're, we're watching the the show that he he kind of he's a weird he's kind of a goofy dude. It and it sucks because the whole time I'm I'm rooting for Steve and Nancy. I'm I know it's it's tough, and then the last like area where they're fixing up that place to uh, to hide L. I keep saying L; it's eleven, but they Doesn't keep matter. calling her L. With Jane, um, she has called goes by Jane. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, I, I, I was. It was tough to watch that last scene because you're like, he's she's not supposed to be with him. <laughs> right? And like, then Nancy's friend is like consoling Mike. Right? Mike? Is that his name? Which one? The guy that you like. Steve. Steve. Jesus. It's all like basic white person names, yeah. so it's like hard to remember. Um, She's consoling Steve at the end of the, the thing. She's like, hey, yeah, that's tough. But he's going to have a shot once Nancy finds out that her boyfriend's not actually going to the same school. <coughs> Bless you. And they live in different time zones. Yes. So the other thing that's going to happen is they're going to go to university and a portal's going to open up at their university. You think they're going to take it to university? Oh, See, the like, what? what's the timeline? <sighs> Of season five, right? Does it does it take off right away? Is there some time in between? The seniors now are sophomores. The no. freshmen are juniors. So the seniors in high school become sophomores. The freshmen become juniors. Because they at least have to like repair the town. And Max is in a coma for the whole time? That's a good question. That's a good question. There are going to be a lot of flashbacks, but yes. Lots of flashbacks. Yeah. That's a good point. Because they do that a shit ton. Yeah, and... And they're going to probably... I don't know. Do they have when season five's coming out? Uh, That's probably a great opportunity 
to Google it. Yeah, I love Google. The Google is awesome. Uh, Did you like how Vecna looked like a skinless man? It was a little weird. It was a little weird. They did a good job with it, but it was a little weird. So when Max died, do you think she died? Do you think do you think Eleven brought her back to life, or do you think Vecna? I don't know. So I actually really like your theory that it's Max versus Eleven. I really like that, and the tricky and the reason I like that is they can make nine episodes out of her not fighting Max, getting beaten up by Max quite a bit, but they're the whole time they're trying to figure out how to make that disconnect. How to disconnect Max and Vecna yes. and get Max back. Yes. And it's really weird that I'm tying this to this, but do you ever play the video game XCOM? No. Okay, so there are these aliens in XCOM. That, so XCOM's this, you have like a team of four guys. And you go around and you're supposed to kill these aliens. And it's like a, you each person can move so far. And if you move that far, then you can't attack. If you move less far, you can attack as well in your turn. So they're aliens, enemies, that can take over your person and control them. And you're trying to kill that alien so your your friend isn't able to kill you. Mm-hmm. And to me, this is exact. Ever since you said that, it was the first thing that popped into my mind. So what they're trying to figure out is a way to kill Vecna without killing Max. They want to save Max, but okay, that I... I agree. I think that that's where it's going to go. So they're going to take a lot of they're going to take a lot of beatings, and it's just yeah, it's going to suck for them. But they are going to be willing to take those beatings to save Max to save Max because they aren't going to be able to fight. They're going to be on the defensive the whole time, but trying to like they're playing defense to play offense. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, fun little fact. Season 1 came out on July 15th of 2016. Season 2, October 27th, 2017. Season 3, July 4th, 2019. And Season 4 was May 27th, 2022. So, Season 5, we probably got a year or two? I would guess. I they're, guess. They're saying 2024 for the show. I just feel like this... this it's got so much steam, like it does. They can't, they can't stop it. Uh, but I think it's going to be tough. Obviously, the thirty-five month hiatus between season three and season four—that's not going to happen again. That was primarily COVID related. Yeah. But I'm going to guess it's going to take. Well, I think it. A lot of it depends on was it already written, or are they going to write it based on. So I I feel like season three had closure. It it had an ending. I know you didn't watch it, but I feel like season four was like shit, dude. The fans want more. Let's make it happen. And the way this season ended really feels like, yeah, we're anticipating a season five. We're gonna do a season five, and I'm I'm sure it's already written. Okay. Yeah, I think season five was written. I don't think you can end season four how you did and not have season five ready to go. If there's not another, like if if they haven't already started filming this, I'd be very upset. I feel like if we get to summer 2023, 
and this 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 hasn't released i I don't I could agree with that I could agree with that, but the show was good season four was good it was entertaining it's thoroughly entertaining. I get your feelings on why it may not be the best, but I think in terms of t v shows outside of like sitcoms right because they're just it's just everyday life like you can change everyday life so much but shows that build off of each other like you look at like you're lost it just kind of slowly fell apart mm-hmm. right you look at a lot of other shows that are very like out there minded right like yeah your your war shows your your military shows they're they're able to grow off of each other without like any issue because you have all these different scenarios, but with these sci-fi shows, it's not sci-fi. One hundred percent not sci-fi. <laughs> with these types of shows, with like out there thoughts, right? It's tough to grow it in a positive way. Like you slowly lose as you go on each season. I don't think they lost too much. I think you're right that they brought in too many different stories, and it kind of was tough. It was cool finding out that Hooper was still alive. That was cool. Yeah, and it's cool to see that he's... I don't know how the fuck he survived. He's a fucking badass. I think you learn he's... That's a character development there that... He's a fucking badass, dude. He wasn't this overweight, small-town cop. He He was was a badass. He was because of society. He was in an area. He was put into a situation. Didn't need to do much. So it just kind of like he was that like faithful worker. He was a hard worker, but you're in a town where it's just very mellow and nothing really happens. So he just, you know, he eats, he doesn't have much to do. And then, and then shit hits the fan and then he becomes that badass because the badass was always there, but it didn't look like a badass because it wasn't needed. Does that make sense? Mm hmm. But Victor. We passed the line that you thought we would. I, th- I We're think we're trying to keep these episodes a little shorter. So you'll notice, like, if we do a movie review, it's going to be like a twenty-minute episode. This one was longer because it's full fucking season. I want to do another one. Season five? In no, I want to do another whole fucking season. Fuck, dude, you're killing me, dude. Two like, weeks, dude. Can, whole, we, can you do it in two weeks? What are we gonna watch? Obi Wan. Jesus, dude, I'm not as strong. Well, again, it's good because you're the. Uh, you're the the strong one in it, and I'm the not so strong one. I really the force watch is not strong in me. Obi Wan, I really want to watch Obi Wan. Okay, we'll, we'll fucking do it. Two weeks, Obi Wan. Fuck. So, in the meantime, are we gonna release? Is it gonna be a two week and then Obi Wan for the viewers? I think between this release and the it's gonna be a two weeks schedule. Let's say three weeks. Well, dude. I think we can do it in two. We can do two. Oh. I don't know how many episodes Obi-Wan is, dude. I don't know either, but I mean, even if it's fucking 15, it's not going to be as long as this goddamn season. I think we did good, dude. I think we've... It was just a lot. Of, it was just, Every episode was so fucking long. I know, and it's... I didn't know, I didn't know that's the time commitment I had to make. For one, one podcast. I'm sorry. Robert. Well, no, no. I was just like, I'm like, oh, there's only... Well, originally there were seven, and then there were nine. And I didn't know that each of the episodes, you know, because when I think of TV show, I'm like nine episodes, it's no more than nine hours. 
Because most TV shows, yeah, the episodes yeah, are, are an hour if it's like, if it's not on regular TV. If it's on regular TV, really the episodes are 43 minutes and you may have to watch stupid ass commercials in the middle if you don't pay for the full, full but fucking I, I ridiculous don't, price. I don't think that... I think this was a special case with Stranger Things season four. I think it was. I don't think the other season. I think the other seasons are like one hour episodes, seven episodes, six, seven episodes. I think there were longer seasons, like in terms of episode wise. I don't think so. I think they were always. I think it was under 10. ten. I think they were always ten and under. But I get what you're saying. This wasn't a thirty episode, thirty minute. That would have probably been the same time commitment. Yeah. Um, let me pull this up. So season four was nine episodes. Uh, there are 30, you're right. 34 episodes for four seasons. Yeah. So about all... nine, eight or nine episodes per. Yeah. And and I think that that's perfect, right? I'm going to guess that they expanded. They expected to end the season earlier than they did, but because of COVID, they had extra time. I think COVID changed the series more than like this wasn't how they originally planned season four to be. You think we're like, oh, okay, we we got halfway through it. Okay, we got to come back. Fuck it, we're coming back. We're coming back big. I think they made up for COVID. I think it was like a makeup thing. They had more time to prepare. They had more time to think about additional things to add in. And that's why the episodes were longer. Fair enough. Because really, this is like, this is like two seasons brought into one. This was, yeah. This so, much. yeah, I think that's why. But Victor, any closing thoughts? Two weeks, Obi Wan. Obi Wan in two fucking weeks. Jesus Christ! What did I sign myself up for? Uh, a whole fucking season of fucking. You have oh. Disney Plus? Yeah. All I have to say is, if you're listening, thank you for listening. But also, let your friends know because this is not a, like, the last thing I want to do in two weeks is watch every fucking episode of Obi-Wan. Yes, it is. That's a, so that's the first thing I want to do. Yeah, we're week. complete opposites in this way. So if if you are listening and you're enjoying our commentary, tell your friends about us because I'm going above and beyond for this. I, I I'm not trying to be like, hey, you know, I'm the greatest thing ever, but let your friends know. That's all I have to say. But Victor, you have any closing thoughts? I'm texting Diva right now. Well, as always, Keep thank you neat. guys Keep for me. <laughs> Keep it neat. Oh shit, that's what we say on Check the whiskey, out whiskey biz. biz. But thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you in a couple weeks. Ciao.